0: Joseph Pacek of barburns.ca, our twice-daily podcast is entitled Fired Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 36, 36 platforms. Welcome to another edition of EPL Back of the Net with Stephen Edwards out of the UK and the Hall of Famer John Nelson of OSG Sports. Stephen, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, but your predictions were bang on. You're You're closing in on Hall of Fame nomination by John Nelson, all right? First week of the (laughs) Premier League, Uh, let's start off with the first match, or or, uh, actually, yeah, Manchester United 2, and uh, their opponents won at Leicester City. Let's start off with uh, Stephen. Go ahead.
1: Stephen, you there?
0: All right, John, you start us off.
1: Okay. Well, you you look at what uh, Manchester United did going up against Leicester, and Luke Shaw scored, and that I think was the biggest the biggest takeaway. Other than uh, Manchester United scoring more than one goal for a change, they scored two, get a, get away with the escape, and you know, good good on Lester for the the good fight. But Luke Shaw coming through in the end gives uh, the Devils three points. So, you know, solid effort for them coming out of the blocks. You know, you name Pogba your captain, but you create more angst going down the line with it all, and. Uh I think that there's gonna be I know why Mourinho did it to create fireworks and all that kind of stuff to kinda of light a fire on the park and such, but uh I think the drama has just started and we've only played one match for Manchester United this season.
0: All right. Uh so Manchester United they they made all these changes or whatever. Are they what we expected them to be?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that right now they're they're a team that is Gifted when it comes to the physical activity of it all, but when you have a manager in, in Jose Mourinho who's really making sure that uh, he's trying to push buttons already, and those buttons are part of what's, you know, his dynamic. I think we're in the third year swoon for uh, Mourinho already because all he's doing is poo pooing everything and he's downplaying everybody. Saying everything needs to change, and uh, it's just it's another year of, of negative Jose Mourinho. We're already seeing it coming right out of the box, even though didn't get a win.
0: All right, so uh, I believe uh, Stephen. I, I believe Stephen is back here. Stephen, you back?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm back. It's just um, yeah, I got cut off for a second. So, uh, yeah, ben, so- no, sorry.
0: Let's uh, let's get to uh, uh, John. Gave his thoughts of the first match of the season. Manchester uh, winning, uh, give us a Manchester United. That is, give us your thoughts. Two uh, one victory for Manchester.
2: I, I think it's important uh, from a United point of view that they got off to a winning start. I mean, it was a, it was a. You want to be at home on the opening weekend. A potential tricky game on paper, but you know a lot of expectation about United. And how they might perform at the start of the season compared to a very, very ordinary um, pre-season. So I think it's important they got three points. I think again, United look very, very ordinary. They look as though they're just they're in a shell. They don't seem to look great going forward. I think what happened on, the, on at the end of the transfer deadline, obviously not being able to get hold of Harry Maguire, which was just a really really bizarre... Scenario in so much as United couldn't get the defender they were looking for, and in how much effort they actually put into that, and it was almost like a hangover of that going into this first week, first weekend of the season. And I think to say it's important they got three points, but they're not setting the field alight. They're not, for me, showing that they can be contenders, as me and John said before the season started. So I think it was one of those curtain raisers, Friday night games, which. I'm never really much of a fan of, to be honest with you, since they started in really the Premier League a couple of seasons ago. But what what more really can you say? I think less expected to lose this one, but it wasn't a great game to watch.
1: All
0: right, uh, so let's start off with you, Stephen. Uh, Norm's not here, so we're going to talk. Uh, Stephen, you get 20 seconds to talk about Chelsea. John <laughs> Nelson's favorite team. Favorite team, John Nelson's favorite team. Chelsea, 3-0 victory. Ugh. Go ahead, uh, Stephen. Uh, well, I mean, I had this one
2: down as a as a one-nil victory for Chelsea. I, I didn't really think they would have the attacking prowess away from home to start the season. But in all fairness to them, I thought they looked pretty good. Um, for me, they was one of the teams that kind of surprised me a bit on the opening weekend of the season. I think you know some of the other games we'll talk about in a little while kind of went the way we saw. But
0: I thought Chelsea were actually good value for their
1: three nil win on Saturday. All right, uh, your
0: thoughts, John? Do I have to talk about Chelsea? <laughs> but but if you don't want, we'll, we'll get to the next match. Do you want or not?
1: Yay yeah. for Norm!
0: Next match. Tottenham <laughs> two, Newcastle United one.
2: Well, you thought this going
1: to be an upset. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's right. You did.
2: Yeah. I I thought this was a potential banana skin for Tottenham on the opening weekend, especially being a lunchtime kickoff as well. Um, and I did wonder, you know, Tottenham got went ahead and then Newcastle pegged them back. And I thought, oh, OK, here we go. And you know, it's a bit of a, an early character test for Tottenham in this one, you know, so being the early kickoff. But they came through it. Um, and I thought well, a really interesting fact about this game, though, is that Harry Kane didn't score again, and he's played 14 games now in August, and he's never scored in any of them. So he looks like he's off again to another slow start for Tottenham. I don't think he's still back from the World Cup in some respects, and that's what you have this opening weekend of the season and the next couple of weeks. His players still struggling from a very intense mentally and physical battle at the World Cup.
1: All right, John, and... Yeah, and you know, right now with Newcastle, I, I still have more questions about them because, you know, as we all know, Mike Ashley's not going to invest. And Rafa Benitez is going to have to continue to pound this home to the Jordies that it's not his fault. And we all know when he's going to do his best, there will be some bits of magic for Newcastle this year. I think it's going to be a tough run. And I think that the questions really are going to be for Benitez after this season? I think he'll stay up. I think it'll be it's a bit deal. of a rough go, but will Benitez want to stay because of the lack of investment that we're going to continue to see for Mike Ashley? And there are some pieces, you know, you have a crowd, you have a Lachelle, and when John Jay Shelby is good John Jay Shelby, and not the one that loses the plot, and you see moments of balance from him, but those are more blessed with inconsistency than anything else. Tottenham got full results, Anticipated for me, I still looked at Newcastle and I'm sort of going. Eh, I don't know. So Newcastle's got a thumb sideways for me, but it's not because of anything that Robert Benitez is doing.
0: All right. Uh, so Stephen, uh, you started us off with uh, Sunday matchups: Liverpool four, West Ham United nil. <laughs>
2: Did I say I correctly predicted this? Yes. The exact
0: scoreline. You're, you're Go for it. baby steps into the Hall of Fame, the Barnburner Hall of Fame, where you, you, your jacket is not like the yellow jacket in golf. It's a burning jacket. See, I was actually so three for three on
2: Sunday, um, and this was the, the first part of that. Um, I, I thought Liverpool would come out with a bang and, and they really did. I mean, it was a statement of intent from Liverpool and you had to expect that, especially with the champions playing um, later in the day. And I think you've got everything you was expecting from a Liverpool team. And I think, you know, the, the signings they've made are, are very clever signings. They're going to prove to be very valuable as the season goes along. You know what Liverpool are going to do going forward. Um they keep it very, very tight at the back. And if you're looking for a team that's gonna mount a championship challenge, as we said, you've got to think that that Liverpool will be that team to do it. It's been, you know, almost thirty years now since they've won the league title, you know, even in the pre Premier League days, you've got to go back to that. I'm not saying they're gonna win the title this year, but you know, again, performances like this will certainly make believers of a lot of those people to go and watch Liverpool on a Saturday afternoon. All right, John? Yeah,
1: and, you know, it was a very exciting electric brand of football that they played. And going up yeah. against a, a Manuel Pellegrini West Ham side that looked completely and totally outgunned, you know, even though you have bits and pieces in on in, in Arnapovic and things like that that can get you, you know, pieces on the board. But Liverpool showed why they, to me, will end up chasing a title, won't get it, and the West me will continue to struggle this year, and they'll be one of those teams in the bottom half, I think, that's going to be trying to figure themselves out. It's going to take a while for them to get adjusted to what Pellegrini wants. Add that to the fact that Liverpool seems to be already at full song, and it was a bad combination for West Ham over the weekend.
0: All right, John. You start us off with the last match here on EPL back in the net with uh, Steven Edwards and John Nelson. Uh, Manchester City two, Arsenal nil. Arsenal this week faces
1: Chelsea. Yep, and uh, good for Norm to getting that one in the uh, week two, but it almost ended up being three. Had uh, Petter Chuck, you know, put his kind of ball in the back of his own net when he had that opportunity to do it, but it came very close to being one of those complete and total just gas of the season in week one. But very workmanlike for Manchester City. There were a couple of chances. Uh, one sticks out in my head where Sergio Aguero had an opportunity. And instead of laying it off for Kevin De Bruyne, took it himself, hit it right into, into the keeper, and then that was the end of it. But, you know, you're kind of sitting there going, all right, you had your chance, you got it done. Very workmanlike. And I I think that Pep Guardiola is going to look at what didn't happen and how many more that they could have had to make that statement for Manchester City that Liverpool did. But once again, you're out of the blocks. You got your full points. That's what it's expected. And I think that if Arsenal really, on on Emory, you look at them and you sit there and you go, okay, well, not much has changed other than the coach and maybe a couple of players. But you're kind of going, it's the same batch of folks. And really, I'm looking at the same batch of stuff coming from the issue. All
0: right, Stephen? Yeah,
2: I mean, they didn't create much. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, Arsenal didn't really get going. City, for me, were in complete control. And I think, you know, they, they could have gone through two or three more gears. It wasn't kind of like the, the free-flowing performance that you saw from Liverpool early on in the day, they they played very much within themselves. And I agree with you. I mean, a lot of talk over recent years has been about Ben go out and everything else. But, you know, it's all very well getting a new manager in. The squad is, is pretty much the same in, in a lot of respects, as you say. And, you know, for me, the expectations are really no higher with a, a new man in charge. I mean, as we said on last week's show, he's very much the the nightmare fixture for Arsenal for the season. Yeah, you want the home fixture, but at home against the champions, a team that can run riot, and especially with a, following the Liverpool performance they won the day, you had to expect City to definitely be up for this more than a lot of weeks in the Premier League. I, I just thought it was a nightmare scenario for Arsenal going into the game, and, and I, I thought Manchester City would win this one um, fairly comfortably, and they did. And it's also good for them, because I think this Arsenal fixture could look a lot tougher further down the line. If you want to play a team, you want to play a team early in the season if they've got a new man in charge, because they are. It can go one or two ways: they can either be right for the pickings, or they can be. The players will elevate themselves to play for a new manager, as you see also often in the Premier League and across European football. But nothing really impressive about Arsenal. There for me, is still a team that's going to be around about fifth or sixth in the table. And you've seen the two teams that are going to contest a part of one Sunday and both coming through the opening fixtures with, with no real problems whatsoever.
0: All right. That's uh, Stephen Edwards and John Nelson here on EPL Back of the Net. They'll be back later on the week to preview the week's matchups. But, uh, Stephen, tell everybody how they could get a hold of you.
2: Yeah, you can you can find me on Twitter ranting about a special one at Stephen.
0: All right. John Nelson.
1: Easiest way to do it is at uh, OSG Nelson on the Twitters. And for following all the news that's fit to print and all the op-eds and live events, got a net. All
0: right. Thanks a lot, guys.
1: Anytime, my friend.